Welcome to Sex Unshackled. I am Becky Krepsley Fox, and this podcast is where sexuality and spirituality meet. Today on Sex Unshackled, I have Clara Gomez Santos with me. Clara is an intimacy and empowerment guide, women's mentor, and a facilitator of transformative processes. Clara teaches on Easter trainings, is the creator of the Man Within program, and runs retreats, ceremonies, and private sessions all around the world. Clara's work draws on knowledge of Tantra, shadow work, historic psychology, and shamanism. I first met Clara at a Tantra festival in Mexico, which I went to with my husband. We attended Clara's class where we delved deep into connecting and listening to our bodies. I found it very powerful, and my husband said it was the first time he had ever listened to his body and acknowledged his body in this way. Clara, can you please tell the listeners what brought you to this work? Mm, Sure. Thanks, Becky. Thanks for inviting me. Um, What first brought me to this work... Actually, it was an experience I had at a um, Tantra workshop over a weekend. I had never heard of this before. And while I was in one of the very first exercises, I, uh, which was like a very gentle massage, I felt such a tremendous amount of energy rushing through my body um, like I'd never had before. Uh, Some people would now call it, oh, well, you had an energetic orgasm. At the time, I didn't know what was going on. And it really blew, well, my mind, body, my heart. And I was on a high for days afterwards. And I was like, okay, there is something here. There is something uh, my body remembers and wants more of. (laughs) So from then on, I started going on more retreats and festivals and trainings and um, ended up integrating it so much within me that I wanted to share it with the world so um, that was uh, that was 2014 so that's where I am now sharing what I have found with others yes amazing I remember the first time I had one of those kind of energetic experiences and it was actually in a yin yoga practice so for those of you who um, know yoga I was in butterfly pose and this is the first time that I really understood how the chakras can actually work and spread energy around the body. And at the time, I wasn't aware that was what was happening, but I had this energy just flowing through me and also quite an awakening sensation in the genitals as well. And it was from leaving that practice that I started really delving into um, the chakras, really, and just knowing that, you know, that pose stimulates the second chakra, which is the sexuality center. And mm. yeah, that's that's where my kind of chakra passion became. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. A lot of people get into this also because of this uh, spontaneous uh, kundalini awakenings, you could call them, which can be uh, yeah such a portal to then get interested in okay what what else uh, dwells in my body that I cannot see but it's obviously there wanting to to awaken yeah. yes and it's like um, once you feel it you can't go back you know I need more mm-hmm. of that <laughs> yeah it's quite yummy <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested in your work that you do around supporting women to embody healthy aspects of their masculine energy 
Can you please tell the listeners about this side of your work? Sure. So for a very long time, I actually mainly focused on what we could say are more of the feminine aspects uh, like uh, embodiment and uh, yeah, connecting precisely with our erotic energy, uh, learning to navigate and express and release our emotional energy and so on, which could be more understood as food, feminine energy, the Shakti and life force and expression, creativity. And after a while, I realized that um, all of that is very good, especially in a culture that has suppressed a lot of uh, yeah. uh, a lot of those ways of expression. But yeah, what I realized was um, unless we meet all of that really powerful energy with a container and a structure and awareness and a presence that can hold it. Mm. and help it be more of itself, help it um, feel safe and help it thrive, we're just going to get quite uh, unbalanced on one side of, of, of the spectrum and just have all of these woo, energy, eros, emotions, uh, creativity, maybe verging more towards chaotic expression mm. rather than um, harnessing it uh, and directing it. Um, with purpose, with, with intention, rather. Uh, and this is what the masculine can help us with. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is, it's great that women are doing all of this embodiment and um, coming back to feminine practices, but it's just as important to uh, work on our masculine. And that doesn't mean, okay, so yes, being super a high achiever and spending a lot of time focused on your career and doing, 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 and producing and um, um, achieving, right? It means, okay, um, how can uh, the man or the masculine within me support me be more present, maybe even in my feminine practices? How can... Um, this aspect, which we can also call uh, the yang aspect or the um, active outward part of us, um, support in holding uh, my experience with presence, with awareness, with a sense of direction, with a sense of structure, um, with a sense of knowing where my boundaries are, when I can say yes to things or no to things, do I trust myself with that? So, yeah, I found that many women were lacking this. They were not so much maybe lacking a masculine drive of going for what they want and, and, and putting a lot of hard work into their mission, but... Uh, Perhaps maybe they were lacking how to create their own sense of safety, how to be present with their everyday experience, uh, how to be present with their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this creates a, a dynamic in which a lot of women are like, well, I don't want to work on my masculine energy because I already have so much of it. And in, in the, actually it's taking me into burnout because my inner masculine is so driven and uh, so focused on the goal that 
um, I don't have time to to do some of the self-care practices or, you know, I work late into the night and yeah, end up in this burnout. And I'm like, darling, yes, that is your masculine, but it's not the healthy aspect of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, it's more of the, what we could call um, an immature expression of the masculine. Um, and what I'm helping women with is find those more mature or rather maturing their inner man or inner masculine so that he can be a companion, a partner, an ally and not take you into burnout, but, um, <clears throat> but support uh, you both as an item, as a inner couple, so to speak, to uh, achieve and create that which you both want, including the self-love and the self-care practices uh, that are going to sustain your energy so that you can bring your mission. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea about an inner couple and mm. um, how it's more about equalizing through, you know, the yin and the yang, equalizing through the feminine and the masculine. And <clears throat> yeah, I'm wondering if there are a few either behaviors or traits in which a uh, um, healthy masculine could look like. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love talking about this um, in my uh, offerings and programs. This is uh, um, the foundation, right, of, of learning how the masculine expresses and, and lives in you. So I've mentioned a few of them, but one of the main ones, um, which is probably the most obvious, is that quality of presence. Mm -hmm. And presence doesn't just mean, okay, yes, being present, which we hear all the time in mindfulness practices, right? It'd be present in the moment here mm -hmm. and now. It may sound simple, but it's, <laughs> it's not so simple, right? Our mind every two or three seconds will yeah. start going elsewhere and losing touch with the present moment so that quality of presence of maintaining conscience of conscious awareness in the here and now in whatever you are doing uh, maintaining your attention in whatever you are doing that is the masculine the masculine helps us with staying focused concentrated um, and keeping that sort of inner center or, or balance whatever else no matter what's going on around us keeping that center um, of presence and of also observing mm -hmm. uh, what is going on so presence would be one and then yes kind of observing and witnessing um, your surroundings your circumstances or what someone what someone is telling you um, with um, without judgment, without uh, going too fast onto uh, thoughts of right or wrong, without mm -hmm. assessing or uh, judging too much. Oh, you know, they're, they're telling me this and they're so um, lost in this story and what's wrong with them and they're always doing, this. you know. The quality of being able to listen and witness without judgment is also a mature uh, masculine aspect. If we were going more towards the immature, we would find what we call the savior, the one that listens, but wants to immediately offer um, <laughs> solutions and is yes. actually not listening because maybe, maybe <laughs> that person just needs you to hold space for them, right? 
that's another quality of the masculine that we hear a lot in this uh, maybe uh, tantra spaces or conscious sexuality spaces, holding space, creating a safe space. So here we go. That's another aspect that the masculine can bring, the mature masculine and the healthy masculine. Safety uh, by, as I was saying earlier, having, for example, a good sense of your boundaries, a good sense of who you are and what you need in order to feel safe, to feel differentiated from others, from, from the world, and being able to express them, to communicate them in a loving way, mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't create separation, but creates, as I said, that differentiation and helps you um, stay in your agency and in your sovereignty, and therefore you feel safe. And from that place, you can move about your relationships or you know, the rest of the world with, with a sense of, I got me, like, oh, I, I got me. My masculine's got me, I got my back. And, and therefore I'm, I feel more free to, to bring myself. Yeah. Mm. As you're talking, yeah. I'm getting a very grounded energy as in if we're connecting mm. to the masculine, it's quite grounded, it's rooted, we're focused, we're boundaried. Um, yeah. And I think, especially with what's going on in the world at the moment, that is something that many of us could really benefit with. Mm, totally. You've said a beautiful word. Yes, grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Grounding. Earlier when I was speaking of um, um, women and also men, when we touch on all of these feminine practices, there can be a tendency to get a bit ungrounded because the feminine is just like this expression of of Shakti, right? And so if we don't bring that sense of awareness and centeredness, that pillar, which is Shiva, Mm -hmm. Shakti's counterpart, that pillar, we're going to lose ground, we're going to lose center. So from that pillar and that center, we can then let um, our Shakti, our energy dance around and bring her gift, which is ultimately what we want or what our Shakti, our feminine wants to bring her essence, to bring her expression and her gift to the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you just brought in the ideas about um, men as well. And I'm wondering if other genders Mm. such as men, trans or non-binary folk can connect to the masculine in this way too, if that's of benefit. Absolutely. Yeah. Something we haven't mentioned, but it's important to remind everyone of is that when we speak of masculine and feminine, uh, we're not um, speaking of gender Mm -hmm. whatsoever. We're speaking of uh, universal energies that exist within all of us, regardless of gender. Um, I've also mentioned yang earlier, right, to refer to the masculine. So yin and yang are also ways to refer to these universal energies. And for some people, it may be easier because they have less of a connotation uh, of gender. Masculine and feminine <clears throat> are still very much uh, associated with, with gender, whether we want it or not. And it's our own job to, um, to differentiate it and to um, understand them for what they are, if it serves us, if it serves us to, to, to use these terms. For some people, it really doesn't work to use masculine and feminine um, because, as I said, it, it triggers this connotation of gender. But in my own experience, uh, what I have found is that... Um, 
if the work or if the call to work on your more young, outward, active, uh, and as we were saying, more like presence, grounded energy calls you, of course you can do it. Whether you're a man, whether you identify as non-binary, whether you're a trans person, I have had people in my man within program i have had women uh, identifying as non-binary i have had trans women as well actually who have met me and have felt um, a call to the work i was offering regardless of the packaging or the name they were like okay i i want to investigate this and so i completely understand that even the, the name that I've given it, the man reading can be not, maybe it doesn't feel accessible for some people yeah. who perhaps at the moment have, uh, yeah, are interested in um, defining their identity or feel that it's important for them to uphold uh, an identity with a gender, with not a gender, with mm. anything in between. And so um, I've considered this and what I have um, resolved is that, yeah, as I said, those who feel drawn to it yeah. will, will come and do it. And if, the, if these terms are a barrier, then maybe they can find someone who offers something similar that can serve their needs um, and, and, and do it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, this is what I have found. And perhaps in the future, as all of this work evolves, as I see it's evolving in many, many containers, we will also find languages uh, that can uh, help everyone with, with inclusion and with getting past those, um, those barriers sometimes of languaging. Yeah, but thank you for bringing it up because it's is very alive in our communities yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So just to to uh, to synthesize it, absolutely, everyone can do this work because these energies are universal. So if you think that it will serve you and you feel called to it, anyone can do it. Yeah, great. And for me, I think um, habitually, I've had a lot of immature masculine energy in my life, um, and probably more of that than feminine um, and I'm learning and I'm you know I'm evolving and I think through me doing tantra practices in the past few years has has really helped me equalize that for myself you know finding that yin and yang um, I'm wondering what feels more habitual for you did you grow up quite mm-hmm. masculine energy or quite feminine energy <laughs> that's such a good question because Yes, I am finding that it seems we are born with uh, with an essence, with a, yeah, whether it's a more masculine uh, essence or more feminine. And in my case, I would say it was more of a feminine essence. It is, and you know, there's nothing wrong either way. Which you know, it doesn't matter with with what body we are born into or what gender we are assigned, we will feel a tendency towards one or the other. And maybe some will be more 
perhaps integrated in the middle and that's also okay yeah. but it has to be said that our our bringing our conditioning also informs that um, quite a lot mm. and um, yeah you know whatever transmissions we received as we were growing up can also inform that but most of the time the essence remains untouched and I have worked with women who like you feel also more on the maybe more the masculine pole of things as a running essence and yeah it's not uncommon for them to say I don't know if I should do this work because I have so much masculine maybe I should focus <laughs> on my feminine and and then yeah and then I tell them or I hear from them what well, you said well actually yes I do but maybe he's a bit of an immature guy yeah it's hard for us to remain present with people or it's hard for us to stay focused on the same project we abandon projects when it gets hard so we can't keep up with the same thing this kind of thing right and I'm like yep so sometimes I tell well actually Yes, no, I use this a lot in my programs. <laughs> it's like, let's give our guy, our inner guy, if he was, if we created an avatar for him, like, like what, how old would he be? You know, more or less, maybe it can be an age range. And, and you know, usually they'll come up with, oh, my guy is this my age. He's like, I don't know, 20 something, 30 something, 40 something. And then as the program goes on, they, they're like, actually, I think he's 19. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's pretty much how I started to when I met my inner guy. He was, I had to admit, um, we had to admit, <laughs> he was a pretty uh, uncooperative teenage boy who just didn't, who just wouldn't care much. You know, he just wanted to do its thing and not be bothered. And so it was like, oh, God, how are we going to make this work? Yeah. <laughs> and at the beginning it's a bit like that when you meet your inner guy quote unquote <laughs> um it's like okay this this work of building a relationship with this part of you so that you can uh, understand each other better and eventually uh, become mm, those allies that are going to get you moving forward in a harmonious way uh, it's fascinating. I mean, this is what the whole Man Within program is about. It's about meeting him, getting to know him, understand him, get to know his grievances and his desires and so on, so that that relationship can be built and, and you can flourish into a wonderful inner marriage eventually. <laughs> yeah, so that you can bring your, your, your mission to the world, your, your offspring <laughs> into the world. Yes. <laughs> and I love that idea of um, how old is he and that's similar to some work that I've been doing with my therapist when I'm in certain situations she asked me to remind you know ask myself what what age do I feel now what age do mm -hmm. I feel now and just kind of cataloging that as I go through my life and when I'm with different people and in different experiences, knowing that I can feel about 12 or I can feel as the parent, you know, and noticing that adult parent and child dynamic, I think is a really valuable tool. And yeah, if we're thinking about that with the masculine or oppositionally the feminine, um, mm. that's such a beautiful way just to learn a little bit more about ourselves and where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. We do a lot of this work in, uh, ISTA as well, the, mm -hmm. the school that you mentioned I'm part of, 
the International School of Temple Arts. We work with uh, different parts of ourselves and we engage in dialogues with them. This can be so helpful because after all, within us, there exist so many different parts and voices and characters. And I think it's a very healthy thing to get curious about this, these characters and ask them questions and, and kind of yeah, create containers where they can express and inform us as to what they need. Because ultimately it's us, it's parts of us. And um, this is a lot of the work I do as well with, with shadow work, right? Um, connecting with those, this, the lesser heard parts of us or the more suppressed parts of ourselves and get curious and ask them what they need and where do they come from? When have they uh, emerged into our psyche? And... Um, yeah, what, what, is their, what is their role? What is their mission? Why are they here? And as I said, yeah, what do they need to move forward? Well, this is a whole other topic, right? Shadow work, which I'm <laughs> passionate about. But yeah, just to put it there in case anyone is, is uh, interested. Maybe we can get you back for an episode mm -hmm. of Shadow Work in the future. That would be awesome. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. And sexuality and shadow also are very important yeah. topics to, to talk about together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And have you witnessed any transformations when people have connected to their masculine? What type of feedback Ooh, do you get? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I almost don't know anyone who, who wouldn't, like, even from, like, a two-hour offering, like, sometimes I, I may do a, at a festival or, um, or a class. Um, it's like, it's like this... Uh, remembrance right or it's like disconnecting to a part of you that perhaps you didn't even realize was there but the moment you feel held by it or grounded in it you're like whoa I can call on it anytime I want because now I have a reference point to it to what it feels like or to what it can do for me so you know yeah, whether it's that or a whole month-long process the transformation happens because these parts of us are, are yearning to be contact, make contact with and to be integrated. So when we do, they, they start bringing their, their, their gifts to us and we notice it. Um, and, you know, the word transformation, it, it can mean a lot and is used a lot um, in, in, <laughs> in the conscious community. But I guess it, ultimately it, means whatever it is to you do you feel a shift do you uh, do you feel that from an experience that you've had now you have that reference point to then continue pulling on the thread which is ultimately up to you to continue developing that part that already can be a transformation any little shift in itself right yes. in its micro state can turn into a macro <laughs> uh, shift if you're willing to continue pulling the on the thread and and receiving the gift so yeah like women telling me um wow like my inner guy is showing up so much for me like um now we're taking so much more care to make sure we have time um, for ourselves 
for self-care, for um, meditating and coming to center when we need it, to witness our emotional storms as an observer rather than getting swamped by it. Um, you know, this, this sort of significant shifts that can really um, benefit a person's life. Uh, and that's like, those are some mini um, <laughs> instances, but then women telling me also like, whoa, I'm really, I'm really getting on mission now. My guy's on my side. This project that I've wanted to give birth to, uh, he's finally with me. So I'm getting the structures and systems in place so that it can happen. And that's all him, you know, that's all his will and his focus uh, and this sense of purpose that is coming on board. To, to help us fulfill that. So, yeah. Wow. Mm. Sounds amazing. It's, it's wonderful. It's like, ah, uh, it's like, as you were, we were saying, like this inner couple coming together is what makes us unstoppable because then yes. we have the power, the energy, the life force of the feminine with the container, the focus and the drive of the masculine and boom. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners at home would love one or two ways for them to connect to the masculine. Do you have any advice or suggestions or tips that they can do? So wondering about this, this, there's different ways in which we can take it. We can take it more towards the embodied practices or more the um, things like, you know, meditation or, you know, journaling your um, um, notes for the day and what you want to achieve in the day. So let's, let's do a bit of both. So I would say if you're not meditating already, meditation is a crucial way um, to, to connect to your inner masculine into that sense of uh, presence and centeredness. And there's a lot of there's many types of meditation out there. Um, I would say starting with something simple like awareness of uh, your body sensations, awareness of your thoughts, awareness of um, anything that's happening for you in the moment um, can be very, very powerful. Even just 10, 15 minutes a day of pausing and gazing at your inner worlds and noticing what's alive in your mind and you know, letting it pass without... Um, too much attachment to it or in your body sensations um, uh, on your skin or you know on the temperature your heart rate your tightness or your softness that kind of thing and just watch it just witness it um, and same with with emotions it's not easy but when you get to practice this uh, you are exercising that masculine aspect of uh, witnessing without judgment and holding presence um, for yourself. Right. Um, another one, I would say, like, what's coming up for me is purpose work. So anything that gets you closer to what it is that you want to achieve or you want to bring in the world or in your relationship or in your family, um, like setting goals for yourself and 
setting little plans to achieve them in a way that it's um, easy and it kind of setting up <laughs> yourself up for success rather than setting a really tricky goal and no plan to to get to it whatsoever maybe finding one or two things that are achievable in a little plan to um to to go towards them and if you achieve those little steps of the plan to reward yourself because mm-hmm. that is like telling your masculine hey well done you have showed up we committed to this um we achieved it and it's really important to um to to acknowledge it and reward it you know however it is you know whether it's with a little treat or with you know uh with even just an acknowledgement it's very important for our masculine to to feel recognized to feel oh i am my my efforts are being um appreciated yeah just some tips off the top of my head (laughs) right they're amazing thank you so much And I've definitely learned a lot from having you on today's episode. So I just want to really thank you for coming on and joining us. And where can the listeners find you? Where can they find your work? At the moment, I have most of my work on Instagram. And that's where you can find a lot of my musings on shadow work and also on the inner masculine for those in female bodies. Um, So, yeah, you just go there and find any of my posts for the Man Within, Man Within program. And um, yeah, planning to launch another one very, very soon. So stay in touch if you're interested to learn more about it. And they can just reach out to you over like Instagram Messenger if they want questions or they want to book onto your program. Yes, that's absolutely fine. Messaging there. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's your name, right? Your Instagram? Yeah, Clara Gomez Santos. Perfect. Got it. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. And yeah, we'll see you soon. You'll definitely be back for more. Yay. Thanks, Wakey. That was awesome. Ciao.